Support for 100 Watts and a Wire is brought to you by 100wattsandawire.com. To subscribe to the show, simply click the RSS feed or subscribe wherever you get your podcast. When you visit, apply for your free 100 Watts ID and learn how you can become a sustaining member. Click the Donate page and pick the option that works best for you. We've got a traveling toolkit, 100 Watts and Wire gear, and activity days with prizes. That's 100wattsandawire.com. And ICOM. Going to Hamvention 2019? Become one of the lucky winners to take home a limited edition swag kit. Visit ICOM's website to enter into this swag contest today. ICOMAmerica.com slash amateur. And LDG. LDG makes small, lightweight tuners ideal for portable and emergency operations. Some can operate on internal batteries for months of normal use, making them easy to carry, install, and use in the field. Visit ldgelectronics.com. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Yes, sir. Hello there, Earl, and hello, everyone. It's Christian Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. Getting to you about midweek. It has been raining. We had the Easter holiday. Every, everything seems to slow down around the holidays, certainly production. And if I'm being completely honest with you, and you know I will be, I have not been operating. I have not been operating. I do a little bit of listening, but I can tell my listening has dropped off in the uh, last couple of weeks, and I think that's probably natural as we talk about the intersection of life and amateur radio. It's spring, man. We've got yard work to do. I've had some equipment uh, worked on, some things we needed to fix. Wood splitters. You're thinking, see, child, what what the heck? Why are you thinking about that? Well, you know, spring brings down a lot of, you know, uh, limbs, in some cases, brings down trees. You got dead wood. You got to take care of it. You move it. I like to have my stuff operational, ready to go. And while it's still kind of cool in early to mid-spring, you know, I might do some splitting. I'd rather do that now than have to uh, depend on it completely in the fall. Needless to say, I get to it when I get to it is pretty much the case. I'm not taking requests for, you know, there's just work, lots of work to be done. And uh, woodwork seems to be continuous because storms bring stuff down. And we talked about it for many years now. I think 55 years this show has been going. And I'm the Keith Richards of Amateur Radio Podcast. You know that's not right. There's some old-timers out here trying to do it. They're out here trying to put together these shows, and oh, Lord. Anyway, uh, we talk about what the spring can do. I, you know, I like the spring because you can start to see the dead wood. There was a time when I uh, freaked out. It was one of my earliest times Uh, with amateur radio because getting on HF, it's so exciting. You're getting up over limbs. You're putting things up in the wintertime. Here comes the spring, and you notice what dead limb that you have your line over. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, I'm over dead wood. Got to get back. And, And there's part of me that really enjoys the hanging antennas. I really actually love playing with antennas. 
building them. It's probably considered simple wire antennas, you know, but I still enjoy that, and I really do enjoy the hanging. Did not enjoy when spring would come around and you'd find the dead limb up there and your 80-meter antenna is hanging over it. That same spring, I found out that the limb that I had uh, my line over had a huge dead limb just above it. I'm like, oh, that's just going to fall right down. And, and ultimately, I moved some things around. In the sick and twisted world that we live in here out of this hobby and this addiction, it is an addiction, friends. Consider 100 Watts and a Wire a community but a support group. Unfortunately, we all enable each other to continue on, carry on. I don't think there's any problem with rolling out 2,000 feet of wire. What gauge is it? Is it stranded? Carry on. Yes, we're all enablers here in this community and in this hobby. But I get back out there and I find the proper branch. And if something's moved, something's dead, something's coming down, something fell. You know, this is kind of springtime here, at least in this part of Missouri. So I'm walking out there from time to time in between the raindrops to make sure we're still okay. Because we are getting high winds and all my business is up in the trees except for the hex beam. Which is another topic, another project that I can't even get to. I don't, I don't have the uh, budget at this time uh, to get the things I need. I need a local welder is probably what I need. And I have a couple of names, but I also need some, uh, some piping. I want to do things differently this time around. I'm about uh, 15 feet in the air with aluminum pipe. I'd like to change that and get some really rigid uh, piping. But that means it's heavier. I'd like to get up to 30 feet again. I'm down to about 15, 20. At, nah, probably about 15, I don't know, 20 maybe. The other side of this is I'm in no rush right now because, you know, the bands are what they are. I love 17 meters, but I can't really play on it too much. And it's, it's you know, when I sit in the chair, I, I kind of gravitate to 40 meters. Now, I'm not going to, I can't say that 40 meters is my favorite band right now. But 40 meters is there for you. It's like an old pair of jeans. They may have some rips in them. They may not work for every occasion. But generally, 40 meters is going to work. I also enjoy you know, listening on 80 from time to time. But I find myself, 40 meters is there for me. It's like a cup of coffee. It's not always the best tasting coffee. It's not always the darkest, thickest, nastiest, strongest coffee that I would enjoy, which would mean the equivalent of a clear band, beautiful propagation. You got to work for it. Sometimes you get paper cup coffee. Now with 20 meters, I enjoy 20 meters as well. I do that sometimes listening in the uh, mobile rig. So I bounce around, you know, 20, 40, 80, in the wintertime, I really, really enjoy 160. Now the sun comes up so early, even if I got up at like 5.40, 5.30, whatever, yeah, it's heading out. By 6 a.m. Uh, my time, 160 is just about gone. And frankly, there's uh, the locals that are using 160 that I'm hearing, I can't, I, I just can't, I just can't, you know. 
these guys get together to talk about things that only the two of them, they argue about things that the two of them agree on. You know, like, ah, whatever. Please. Bored with that. So 40 meters really is, uh, at this time, uh, the go-to band for me. Uh, I wouldn't call it my favorite, but uh, I enjoy the antennas. In fact, at some point, I... Uh, just getting back to the hex beam, that project that I mentioned before, needing the pipe, I, could, I need to get three lengths of 10-foot pipe, uh, couple them together. The pipe costs money. The, uh, the bit I need to raise and lower, I want to get some sort of beefy uh, tilt. That needs to be made probably locally because that's going to be heavy. That probably will be expensive. And I think I'll put a wench on it. I've seen some good ideas on our Facebook page. Uh, for making this, I just don't have that skill set to weld, and uh, you know, and I don't have the money, frankly, at this point to do it either. So I'm, I, it's kind of on the back burner, and I'm cool with it because propagation isn't ideal, and you can actually work a lot of stations, uh, states, even DX entities, at 15 to 20 feet with the hex beam. And fra- actually, when we were putting my hex beam up, it was sitting on a tripod just to keep it off the ground as we were building it before we raised the antenna. It was just sitting there. I mean, it was, I don't know, five feet. Went in the house, connected up the uh, coax. I had this thing tied off to a tree uh, and worked like, I don't know, Norway or something crazy, you know. You know, so I'm not tripping off of not having it up as high as I want to right now for various factors, but there you go. Uh, that's a project I'm looking for in spring. Sadly, uh, and, and it's just life, has kept me from operating. I have not been in the seat long enough to like maybe check email and power everything down. I've been unplugged quite a bit. And uh, it's funny how you hear things like, oh, you unplug, man? No, I don't unplug nothing. And then you get people that are like, yeah, I'm, I am, I, I don't unplug because I've got everything grounded and bonded properly. Good for you. Good for you. For me, an emerge, it's sort of an insurance thing for me. I just unplug it. I'm grounded too, but, you know, and I've got good things and connectors and switchers and all that. But I'm still going to unplug it. I don't care what you say. And that's the beauty, I think, of 100 watts and a wire. We give each other options. We give each other things to think about. We don't tell you what you have to do. You have to do this. You have to use this microphone, golly. You got to do this one, because if you don't do this, you're not doing it right. It's got to be a full wave on 160. Well, we don't all have the land or the time or the money, maybe, that you do to do it just so. So we compromise, you know, we compromise. We have to do that. And that's okay. That's all right. What's going on with you? Great. Thanks for sharing. So what else am I talking about here today? Oh, yes, we've got a great uh, antenna tune-up. I want to talk to you about why that has uh, become a thing now. We've done the tune-up now for, I think, three years. We have activities twice a year. And the one we do in the spring comes a couple of weeks before a field day, which I think is great. And I'll talk about all of this next. Whether you say 7.3 or 73, even 73s, we're still 100 watts and a wire. 
ICOM's newest SDR transceiver, the IC9700, is coming soon. This new radio is bringing direct sampling to the UHF-VHF weak signal world. The IC9700 all-mode transceiver is loaded with innovative features such as dedicated amateur satellite operation, a color touchscreen, D-Star capability, RF direct sampling on 2-meter and 70-centimeter bands, dual independent receivers capable of full duplex operation, as well as dual watch, and 100 watts max output power on 2 meters, 75 watts on 70 centimeters, and 10 watts max on 1.2 gigahertz. Visit icomamerica.com backslash amateur for more information on all ICOM radios. And BioNO Power, offering the best performance lithium iron phosphate batteries for your ham radios. Visit BioNOPower.com. That's B I O E N N O P O W E R.com. Or contact dealers nationwide. Kilo Zero, Stairway to Heaven, returning. I want to send uh, positive thoughts and good energy to our brother Julian Oscar, Hotel 8 Sierra, Tango November. Many of you listen and enjoy him here monthly on 100 Watts and a Wire, and many of you follow him on his YouTube channel. His mother passed away last week, uh, so we want to let him know that we're thinking about him. If you're friends with Julian or you follow him, uh, maybe reach out and let him know you're thinking about him. Uh, as I am today. I want to turn and talk to you a little bit about the 100 watts in a wire antenna tune-up. Now, for past years, we've been doing a tune-up. And what was that? Well, I noticed that field day, which is an amazing special event. Many, many clubs, many, many people get out there and do it. Well, many, many people and many, many clubs get out there with a lot of power, too. I thought my first year out, I'll get out there. I'll test my portable rig. I had 600 boxes full of crap and things that were so not practical. I mean, this is stuff you, you know, you end up editing your gear down. And you're practicing and you're exercising. But at the time, I had a pickup truck. I had big, uh, what are they, the crystalline panels that you, you know, and I'm going out there and I'm walking like a penguin carrying all this stuff and I get set up just in time to start off with field day and I'm probably running like 90 watts out of this radio at the time with an antenna that I built and put together. All good. All good. But about 15 minutes before the event started, you couldn't really find a spot, man. A lot of big guns were out there, and it's great, man. A lot of people were on the bands, very active. You could work a lot of stations. And really, it's, you know, it's an exercise. Field day is a really cool thing. So the next year, I decided, look, I could barely get out. I could not, barely hold my frequency, you know, with all the volume and the power and what I was doing I had resigned myself to pulling back and just working stations that could hear me instead of trying to park and bark. There was no parking and barking on field day for me, being a portable station. Either I got pushed aside or they didn't hear me or whatever it was. I'd hate to think that I was being bullied. I, I wouldn't say that. I would just think I was lower power and there were some big guns on. And it's great, man. It's great. So I got to thinking, you know, and with the, the brain trust around me, there's a lot of information that's passed around with people that I trust and talk to. 
And I thought, you know, what could we do to kind of level the playing field? And, and leveling the playing field meant doing something like an activity, like weekend, where we could uh, get on the air and maybe there wasn't so much going on. You know, doing this on a field day or a big contest, not well advised. So I, I wanted to pick a weekend in June, maybe a couple of weekends before field day. And with field day, many, many people belong to these clubs. And maybe your role is, look, you're going to be the guy who goes and gets the pizza at 11 o'clock. You pick it up by 11.45. We're going to be eating lunch, okay? We're going to eat lunch, and then, Tony, you're going to run on CW. That's going to be great. We'll do code over there. Jimmy, you're going to be on 20 meters. Jimmy, did I put you on C-dub and uh, 20? Barry, you're on C-W. Jimmy, you're on 20. You're going to take the potato gun, Charlie. Charlie, you're going to shoot this up in the tree. So you get all these different jobs. You're assigned a different thing. Maybe you're operating for two hours on 40 meters. Maybe you're the guy who's helping put the tower up, you know. So I thought with a tune-up, this was almost a tune-up for field day. We could build our antennas. We could get ourselves out there, go portable. This was probably the first three times around for the tune-up. This year, I had a listener send me a line. I thought, you know, this is pretty, this is pretty interesting. We'll make this an antenna tune-up. Good idea. Share your ideas. I think ideas are great. The antenna tune-up. Now, it's, it's less about being portable. That's totally fine. If you want your tune-up to be about portable operation, by all means. Everybody's going to be welcome here for the 100 watts and a wire antenna tune-up. It's going to be June 7th through the 9th. June 7th through the 9th. The antenna tune-up will invite everyone. It doesn't matter if you're in your shack, but we're going to celebrate the antenna. Now, if your antenna needs tuning up, ah, see that? No problem. Now, you can take your portable setup, run 5 watts, 1,500 watts, whatever you want to do, but we're going to celebrate the antenna on that weekend. The antenna tune-up is a conversation about antennas. We want as many people on the air that weekend as we can get on the air. So basically, Friday from 2359 UTC, and uh, well, it would start at, let me take that back. I get conflicted on the, uh, the UTC. So we're going to begin at 0 UTC on Friday and run through 2359 UTC on Sunday, June 7th, 8th, and 9th. So with that time, as UTC works, Thursday evening, at 7 o'clock Central Time, you're actually off and running. You can start. That's actually Friday on UTC time. See how I get so twisted? If you visit 100wattsandawire.com, click on Activities. It lays this all out there for you. Any band, any time, any mode, anybody can get involved with this. I'd like you to at least make 10 contacts if you're going to enter into the drawing for prizes. The exchange will be your call sign. Give a true signal report. Let's see how that antenna is really doing. Let them know where you are, your state, your province, if you're a DX country. What kind of antenna are you running? How high up is it? And how much power are you running? Celebrate your antenna. Talk about it. And maybe we'll learn a little bit about different setups. This could be a data 
gathering thing. Maybe you're considering an antenna. Uh, and maybe you'll talk to somebody who's got that antenna and it's up at a certain height. How's it playing at 25, 35, 50 feet? Now, these aren't contests. These are activities where we get together and work members of our community, the ham radio community. You can also exchange your 100-watt ID. I always encourage that. It's fun. We have thousands of them out there. People share them all the time on the nets, on the gathering of the willings, the original gathering of the willing the prizes this time around from ldg electronics chameleon antenna power film solar bio no power cq magazine visit our website to learn more about that we really want you in the game as many people as we can get on the air as humanly possible sharing information about their antennas we get on the air and we talk about things all the time let's celebrate the antenna on the 100 watts and wire antenna tune-up june 7th through the 9th hi it's don wellbanks ae5 dw from amateur radio newsline and ham nation and you're listening to christian kudnick k0sth on 100 watts and a wire ldg electronics provides state-of-the-art antenna tuners for every amateur need from qrp to qro fixed stations portable and remote an ldg tuner will match your radio to your antenna using our lightning fast proprietary tuning algorithms. LDG is a family-owned and operated company dedicated to bringing innovative, quality products to the amateur market. All LDG products carry a full two-year warranty that is fully transferable when you sell it, with no paperwork required. Support is only a phone call or email away. We're always here to help you. Visit us on the web at ldgelectronics.com. And SNS Engineering, an engineering design firm specializing in hardware and industrial design. From concept to production, we have a range of 19-inch rack mount solutions for Elecraft, ICOM, and Kenwood radios. Also available are tabletop aluminum racks to streamline your installation for desktop use. Custom designs are our specialty. Visit us online at snsengineering.com. Back to net control with Christian. K0STH. All right, my friends, I'm going to make this my final here. I want to thank those who have been listening to us on WBCQ in Maine. That's 5130, 5130. I would drop my radio down to AM and put in 5130. We are on at 10 o'clock Eastern Time, Friday nights. So I appreciate the email that we're receiving from the listeners worldwide. And uh, WTWW, we also are there in Tennessee. So uh, shortwave radio listening hopefully is on the rise. I think it's really cool. It has a completely different sound, and uh, it's just nice to hear it. Um, And it's cool that radio stations are interested in playing back ham-related shows and broadcasts. So that's kind of cool. Appreciate that. Uh, Thank you for those who uh, were reading CQ Magazine and saw us uh, mentioned on page 38. Uh, Appreciate uh, you reading the magazine. I'm sure CQ is uh, happy to have you there as well. Also, we played last week my interview with a silent key, Dave, Whiskey 6, Oscar Delta Foxtrot, uh, an amazing elder in the ham radio uh, community. He was beloved by his club and his family, of course, and I just found him fascinating. And uh, some folks asked me to talk about that a little bit, and I will. But uh, 
at the time, I was interested in learning about different clubs. Clubs were sending me their shirts, their patches. You know, there's I think patches are cool, man. I still do. I always have really loved patches. And every now and again, you'll find a radio club that has patches. And some were sending me stickers, that sort of thing, hats. And I was spending time talking to ham radio clubs. And I'm still very interested in learning about that their archive and where do they come from. It's probably the producer in me and uh, the person who's really interested in history and telling stories, I guess. But when I met Dave, you know, it was just going to be your run of the mill. Let's talk about your club and how cool it is, how you keep it sustained and going all these years. Next thing I know, I hear this guy talking about wartime communications and his time in the military and how he's transitioned and what he did and and like what it was like back in his day. I found him fascinating. So yes, that episode was a bit longer than your standard 100 Watts in a Wire episode, but luckily shortwave radio stations like what the ones we mentioned, our uh, internet-based stations, uh, any any sort of broadcast entity that carries us, gives us the flexibility, understanding that podcasts aren't as rigid in, in terms of time and structure. I could just end it right now and be like, see ya at 25 minutes or go on to 48 minutes. What well, That's kind of the beauty of it. Uh, there is a great discipline that I enjoy in producing programs that are 29 minutes and 30 seconds. I mean, that's some standard or 59.30. Done it, love it. But podcasting, people listen at different times. It's a whole different thing. So I appreciate the time I was given to share that story. And many of you have commented, whether it was through Facebook, the 100 Watts in a Wire Facebook group, or my personal email, which you can find at our website. Dave is one of those people that, you know, it, it was respectful to, to, to play it again in my eyes. It was a, a story that we may not, have heard or shared otherwise and the fact that we can put it out there to many other people uh, you know makes me proud Uh, people ask about the gathering of the willing in the Sunday evening net it's kind of a two-phased deal Um, you know we do a Sunday evening net on most Sundays we go coast to coast with me in the middle here central uh, on most times now if we have a holiday Thanksgiving, Christmas, uh, this past weekend we did Easter. Well, then, you know, you have the opportunity to have what is called a gathering of the willing. If you want to get on the air, we're not going to have a rigid net, or I wouldn't consider our net to be rigid. I mean like a hard line, hard scheduled net, no matter what, seven days a week type of thing. We have the flexibility built in with the gathering of the willing. It is a safety net, if you will, and it started years ago. When we can't do our nets or net control operators are celebrating a holiday, Passover, whatever it may be, anybody can get on and start a gathering of the willing. And I encourage you to do that. Uh, Other listeners uh, asked about the use of the 100 Watts and a Watt logo. It's okay to use the 100 Watts and a Wire logo on your QRZ page, on your QSL cards. Uh, If you want to put it on the website or you have your own blog and you want to talk about us, By all means, you just can't sell it. That's the law. The sustaining member program, uh, doing doing well with that. Uh, Remember, each month, the beginning of the month, we'll send you a note to let you know that this is your final month of your year. 
uh, to consider renewing at the $25 level, and you get access to sustaining member companies that will give you a discount. All of this is listed in the donate section of the website. Uh, somebody asked about 5959. Everybody, 59, bounce with me. Bounce with me. Yes, currently on the charts in Berlin, the southern tip of Chile. We went to number one. Sadly, I can't play that for you now, but I want you to know the title is 5959. Everybody, 5959. Everybody, bounce with me. Bounce with me. And uh, I'm considering recording a B side to that. Uh, that'll come out a little bit later. Anything else I need to touch upon here? There may be an update. Let me scroll up. There's an upgrade. I have Ken here. Kilo Echo 8. Hotel Zulu. Zulu has upgraded. There have been a couple of others. Uh, also, our special ops segment will return. Uh, this was Julian's week. His mom passed away last week. Respectfully, uh, he is going to uh, take whatever time he needs We'll pick back up with that, hopefully, next week. And, uh, yeah, that's just about it. I'm going to wrap it up there. i got a lot of other things we want to talk about, but want to get you back off to work. Uh, thank you for your patience and your support. Visit 100 Watts in a Wire. Learn more about things like the toolkit, how you can get your 100 Watts ID, become a sustaining member, uh, pitch ideas, whatever you'd like to do. It's a community. Uh, it's a two-way street. I love hearing from you and appreciate your support. Whatever you do, think for yourself, take care of yourselves and each other, and by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.